welcome back to Meena Sripada's podcast season 3 episode 1 so as most of you people voted for the book called the secrets of destiny by deep trivedi in my instagram profile here i'm about to give you a glimpse of glimpse on the book called the secrets of destiny so before i start the topic or before i start giving you the you know introduction about the book i would like to give you a brief uh, introduction about one of my favorite authors deep trivedi he's not only an author he's also a speaker and also he is a renowned psychodynamics graduate yes and deep trivedi books extensively explains about nature its laws behavior destiny soul psychology you know and these effects on human life so his books include i am the mind secrets of divine love of uh, the secrets of destiny i am krishna and one out one stories you know what he has a special ability to touch people upon the de- you know uh, yeah deepest aspects of life and explain them in a detailed manner in a precise manner you know he has also given maximum lectures on ashtavakra gita ashtavakra gita is nothing but it's a conversation or a dialogue between ashtavakra and janaka who is the king of mithilanagaram so ashtavakra uh, and janaka what the conversation i i mean i'm going to give you like just a one sentence note on what is ashtavakra gita it is nothing but the difference between the self and atman the reality and bondage so has given many lectures on ashtavakra gita and also on bhagavad gita too which is like maximum the record is uh, the record is 168 hours 28 minutes in 58 days in different national and international record books not only that he is very distinct in spiritual psychological language and also his expression in his writings and lectures begins to have an instant effect on the mind of the reader or a listener so now let's get into this topic called the secrets of destiny all right okay destiny is a much debated and you know most confusing yet barely known subject related to human life because the word destiny really brings any number of questions there are few unanswerable questions such as this thing called destiny to me destiny is something else to others the destiny might be something like the, if you ask me to define destiny i will tell the destiny is what the fate is but to others it is different so uh we have this uh, numerous questions you know uh, about the role and influence it really exist like uh we really think like are we uh, do we really have one destiny or else we do have uh, like several destinies we don't know so i have like many questions about the destiny but when i read this i uh, don't say i fully got convinced with this but at least i really had a bit of knowledge so before i really deep dig into this topic i would like to give you a short story on um the you know uh not short story but i'm going to give you a deep explanation i mean a good explanation on krishna i'll tell you why um this will help you you know easily grasp what i'm trying to explain here in the entire history of mankind except for krishna no one has killed every convincible zenith of success in totality right he is the only one uh who not only grasped this laws but also he used them fully to his advantage he you know in in mahabharatam he can do the yuddham you know the war but he didn't he didn't choose to fight 
I'll tell you why. This is the reason. In spite of spending his childhood in a, as a simple coward, he is a Yadava, right? So he could become the king of the golden city called Dwaraka. His unflagging history or a victory march can solely be attributed to his deft use of this loss. Krishna is the only one who never relented or shielded away from allowing himself to become the medium of the supreme soul. Whether it was a slyness or fighting a battle or slaying someone, he cheerfully let himself become the medium. Like he literally played every role. He was the Karna, he was the Duryodhana, he was the Arjuna. He played every role relating to the mind. His passion pursuits were, you know, were all comprehensive. Be it grooming, garment or fine arts or, you know, the way he, uh, you know, uh, music, the flutes. So, yes. As for his psychological success, what could be a better proof of his psychological elevation than the instance where he joyfully played a littling melody on his flute even um, as he was trapped you know, under the hood of the great serpent, Kaliya, right? So as you heard the Krishna stories, however, I'm, you know, here I would like to make one thing clear. Success does not depend at all on things which one has considered importance in centuries. You know, we literally we don't have the definition for a success. To uh, to some successes money, to some successes uh, attaining love or you know uh, you know getting the life partner. To some success might be you know in a spiritual thing. To some successes nothing but you know getting uh, you know uh, the house and the car. But what what really successes? So why am I telling you this all before I'm starting into this topic is? You need to be aware of the basics because there are few things which we can't define. Like this is not the, you know, we can't define, we can't give it a a permanent, you know, definition or a dictionary. We don't have any particular or a perfect meaning to few uh, words, I can tell you that. So, the life, you know, this author in this book called The Secrets of Destiny, he says that this life, whatever it is there, there is no purpose, you know, we, we, we think, we question, like, what is the purpose of my life? What is the purpose of my life? We really, you know, beat our brains. But apart from attaining happiness and success for, you know, eras, humans have been relentlessly endeavoring to fill their lives with happiness and success, but barely one in a thousand has actually succeeded. Why? You know, even though you get lots of money, you're still an unhappy person. Even though you get a car or a house or a food or shelter, whatever. But still, somewhere you miss that happiness. You really wanted more. Uh, but answers to such questions related to human life can be easily found by grasping the essence and laws of laws that govern and influence human life. It is this purpose that this book, The Secrets of Destiny, which, you know, unveils the secrets of nature, time, automation, destiny, success, karma, and its fruits, reincarnation, life, religion, mind, soul, God, ego, everything. So in this book, he has attempted to unravel the secrets of a child psychology too, because children are like seeds. I'll tell you, what is, you know, you might be thinking, what is this, the, what, I mean, where is the connection between the destiny and the, all this? But everything starts with the basics, right? That is what I'm here to tell you. Now, lastly, I'll tell you what. Please do listen with an open mind because destiny 
is a subject that human perhaps are most curious about i mean one of the aspects where one of the topics where humans are mostly you know curious about whether or not destiny is uh, you know predestined or is possibly the most widely discussed subject nowadays however in truth destiny is not predestined which means the destiny is not not actually the predestined one which is like not actually created by uh, you know before only that is what i mean so and those who think it is um, neither have knowledge about the laws of nature nor about the mysteries related to human life the excuse or argument that you know destiny is preordained or predestined is put forward by those who are either fearful or wish to use it as a tool to hide their own failures like you know i am destined to be failed i am destined to uh, you know break my heart or i am destined to face this karma no you are not destined that is what i understood at the end of the you know story like after reading the book thus um for certain that in this ever flowing and ever changing nature where everything functions from moment to moment nothing is predestined i'll tell you something if the quantum of success or um the quality of a person's life is predetermined then the huge amount of knowledge amassed in the actions that humans have been indulging in is obviously are futile are like a fake one in that case siddhartha gautama you know gautama buddha need not be hailed for becoming buddha has he was destined to become buddha what so why only buddha by the same argument even hardcore criminals and terrorists like osama bin laden or you know daud ibrahim like should not be condemned either because you know they are predestined to become that one and what i'm telling you right now is we don't know what we are becoming or maybe okay i don't i completely don't say that we don't know what we are becoming but we don't know at the end of the uh, stage we don't know how we are going to be we can't predict maybe we can predict but we can't tell exactly that this is how i am going to be even though you manifest such things which is like you know destined to be so even osama bin laden and daud ibrahim should be out of the jail because you know that is what they you know that is what they are predestined to that is what so moreover if destiny is really predestined i mean destined then neither should drama be worship nor should ravana yeah exactly because every human being is bestowed with absolute freedom by nature and when he is completely free the responsibility to build his life lies within him and only him alone and also if a person fails to achieve success in life for any reason whatsoever again the success may define from a dif- uh, from you to from others so it differs from the person to person and he cannot hold destiny or god he can't say that i am passed because of the god and uh, i am facing this karma because i am destined to be no because life is made or married by one's own actions even as per the essence of this great psychological tone bhagavad gita there he says krishna that a person's karma is a basis on which his life is built and thus he alone is a master as well as the creator of his destiny whatever steps we walk now or we take now is the thing which we are building the foundation for our the future self that is what i say you know and also hopefully you must have grasped by now how your karma actions are shape your destiny and also karma many people get wrong karma is not what happens to you karma is how you respond you know and uh, this i heard from sadguru and uh, from then i have been like you know 
carefully you know responding to the situations yes and this obviously gives rise to the question as to what are the actions that go on to shape your destiny like sometimes even though we want to do good some we end up doing bad now this is where the problem lies because um there is a lack of knowledge with regards to what actions one must indulge in and what actions one must indulge uh, and not in, indulge in and though all from religions to society have prepared the numerous long lists of do's and don'ts none are proving to be effective we say that we should not follow this but we should follow this but no what let I me mean, like can you literally prove me what what is being effective besides which everyone for their part is applying their intelligence to the best of their ability to build their lives yet the present state the generation this generation of their life makes it you know clear that irrespective of the quantum efforts the you know the little efforts or you know the intelligence on the part none of it seems to be bearing any positive result even though we are intelligent we have a common sense you know uh, karma sense whatever it is but still we lack something what is that you know uh, we lack we really lack the uh, what do you call that sinking with nature like see now before we look at karma actions that crave our destiny it is imperative to understand the automation of destiny that exists in nature we really we really breaking nature's laws which functions for the welfare of each and every human and also works in sync with each one of them and also i'll tell you and this automation does not regard or consider anyone as great or ordinary big or small not does it you know give you a recognition that you are great you know that a particular uh, human being uh, you know the existence is recognized it simply desires the betterment of all without any discrimination i'll tell you now let us straight away begin you know karma has something to do with the destiny that is why you know we say destiny is nothing but whatever we uh you know whatever actions we do now whatever steps we take now is our destiny for the future it is like we we are creating the destiny by our own selves that is what krishna says in bhagavad gita do as i told you earlier now let us straight away begin with karma actions and you know and in this regard the problem is the clash between two sets of desire i'll tell you desire is a never ending process here you know um, ideologies are at constant conflict with each other one the individual interest is through which a person desires the betterment of himself and also the fulfillment of his own wants which are the most encompasses like we don't agree like okay forget forget about agreeing it's all about we being an um, we are being slave to our desires that is what i say and this is why even after all all the efforts all the you know recognition still still only 1 in 1000 is able to lead a successful life successful life in the sense being gratitude to whatever the life gives you i'm not telling you to settle for less but at the same time you keep on running for something or the other it is like a running process but then you yet still you are uh, an unsatisfied human at the end of the day living an unsuccessful life So as I told you before, Deep Trivedi uh, has given a lecture on uh, Astavakra Gita, where he says about the self and Atman and reality and bondage. In this world, there are two kinds of human beings that are actively functional. The first one are, you know, there is this thing called in Sanskrit called Swa and Sarva. Swa means self, Sarva means all, right? 
whether it is religion or god for them everything revolves around the fulfillment of their own personal interests which are selfish right sometimes you got to be selfish at the same time those who really want to uh, you know be a use to everyone will be like the selfless one so there are few who are flowing with the automation of destiny i know why i told you between the swa and sarva the selfish and uh, you know the selfless because that is what the destiny is uh you might be confusing again let me clear it in a world full of uh, i don't say full of but in a world f- um, uh, you know uh, what i can tell you okay <laughs> let me put this way in a world full of unexpected okay with a full of unexpected situations uh we sometimes act selfish and then we sometimes act selfless it is like based on the situation which we are put in right that is suppose a selfish interest and the other to rise above this selfish interest is and work towards the interest of the entire mankind and all those who rise above this selfish interest and act are automatically taken care of by the automation of destiny obviously in the measure of this selflessness this is the principle of destiny and the same principle of destiny is beautifully explained by you know krishna in bhagavad gita says when you think and act in the interest of all your individual interests are automatically taken care of the supreme principle is the only path to build your life and achieve legendary greatness and also um that is why right buddha and edison they were you know very concerned for the mankind that is why they had invented the bulb in the interests of their entire mankind a bulb which is now you know giving us light and you know everyone are able to enjoy their night life right so all the great successful people in the world have followed this one principle and achieved greatness like whatever we grasp or we learn should be used for everyone's welfare that is called selflessness for that you got a you know i'll tell you i'll give you a simple example edison has given us you know the beautiful thing called the bulb he invented the bulb okay uh, but you know how much he struggled he you know he was a very selfish boy when he was young because he had to really study hard not only for inventing the bulb but before that he he has to in a past examination and he was an abandoned child if you know about his childhood story uh, he was an abandoned child by his teachers but still his mom was selfish he you know she learned everything and she had given the knowledge the self, the act of selfish and the act of selflessness the two combinations in one which is destined to be a beautiful one and who is an you know the great uh, inventor of the decade in that decade okay now let me get back to the destiny everything comes into being with a purpose right every i don't say everything has a purpose but whenever it comes into uh, with us it it you know it is a purpose you know what we don't come with a purpose we are the purpose here and realizing the purpose of life is an automatic process and uh, we always you know uh, hit our brain with different questions like what is the purpose of my life even i asked you know to a few people like what is really my purpose of my life see the problem is that human beings all around this world are bombarded with teachings to choose you know the purpose of their life where uh, whereas in reality the purpose of every individual's existence in this world is automatically decided in in, in you know in this process by the automation of destiny and as a proof i'll tell you what even 
if a mango seed desires or strives hard it cannot become anything but a mango tree that's it right a mango tree a mango seed can give rise to a mango tree and it can't give you it can't give you know give rise to pomegranate tree right irrespective of the homogeneous effort religious offerings worshiping or maneuvering it just cannot become a rose plant or anything as i told you the same is in case of the human beings a person who is meant to be a scientist can either become a scientist or destroy his life no matter how hard he works you know he just cannot become in anything otherwise this is a supreme law of destiny and in order to build one's life everyone must follow the supreme law of the destiny which is you know i'm not telling you the laws but here it is what it is written uh, you know by deep trivedi in other words you know he has no other option but to follow this principle that is that in this entire existence a human being is the only creature who is endowed with the beautiful brain the brain gives him the power to make decisions and this is where he gets trapped i'll tell you you know you you heard this uh, quote right a proverb you know a quotation like a brain is our mind this mind can be your friend or a enemy right so with the help of this brain the individual on his own attempts to decide what is good for him and what is bad and to and to complicate the matter further there are those uh, ignore uh, you know ignoring things in the world who for ages have been listening to numerous do's and don'ts like you have to do this you should not do you know do that you know uh, they were listened by the the society and what is good and what is not there is no good and bad these people construct you know that as a guide to decide their acts and actions so every action is you know controlled by the opposite one the society they fail to understand that nothing in nature beside human being is making such an effort in you know you can't control the nature you can't control a human being but uh, the society is controlling us though that is what uh, what i'm telling you is that you can choose your destiny but what i mean is also that what is the supreme law what i'm talking about is it is not told by me but also by deep trivedi and which he has understood by you know listening to this bhagavad gita and giving the lectures is that we have the brain the beautiful brain it is within us to do what to what not to do and it is in our brain in our hands that whether we write our own destiny or else des- destroy our own destiny yeah it is in our hands amusingly even you know our decisions make process is impacted by such influences sometimes we take decisions and we end up by we end up influenced by the situations or the you know people that is why they fail to comprehend that every decision taken by them is veering from them farther from the supreme automation of destiny <sighs> that is what the book says and there are some beautiful quotes like this is that the brain and the ego are independent forces which are neither controlled by nature nor by the human mind but in order to liberate himself and progress it is necessary to every human being to surrender his brain and ego yeah there is a, again a sentence where uh, krishna says that don't give up when you're almost going to reach your goal or he also you know says this don't give up when you're almost going to give up the very meaning of karma veer or karma veer is you must be able to accomplish your intended goal any goal at any cost but yes do remember that absence of selfishness alone is the mark of a true karma veer if we put a go i mean aside our ego and everything we are you know we succeeded it 
and whatever whatever it is happening let it happen and do not insist on that which is not happening the entire riddle of life will be solved automatically but then be a medium like you know cope up with it which is you know in truth like we we have to simply follow the automation of the mind and interference with that will always cost us you know barely so that is for this week and the first episode of my third season podcast thank you i hope you understand this